The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a Honolulu Blue Friday football journey. We got the Bucks and the Lions on Sunday. Also, your last chance to enter to win a pair of tickets to the game on Sunday at Ford Field, courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network. Just text PLAYOFFS to 21000. Text PLAYOFFS to 21000, and you'll be in the drawing here at the end of the show. So let's go talk about the game with two guys who know football, Lomas Brown and Josh Garvey. Lomas, uh, you've been in a lot of stadiums. Uh, Sunday night with the Rams, they say the decibel level uh, matched that of a jet engine inside Ford Field. How loud was it in that win over the Rams? It was crazy loud. Oh, my goodness. It was so – you could feel it. That's how loud it was. Like, like Dan, I heard Dan say when he was coming down the tunnel, he could feel the electricity. He, he wasn't lying about that, man. And it started early, too. It was that way an hour, hour and a half before the games. The fans were revved up. And they, they, they came and they came and they – I mean, they, they – really let their voice be known and I'm telling the fans accounted for uh, two timeouts being used by the Rams and and really leaving them one timeout left in the second half that was pretty much all on the fans and the noise they brought so if it's that way for the playoff that first round of the playoff the wild card man this divisional round it's going to be even crazier I feel uh, Josh, uh, I assume you're watching the game with family, friends, right? I was. Uh, the thing that stuck out to me wasn't when NBC went live with Sunday Night Playoff Football in America. It was when some of the tweets were coming from Ford Field. And Anthony Bellino, who's the in-stadium host on the Jumbotrons on the screens at Ford Field, also host of X's and Bros, heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network, he posted the Jared Goff chant that happened about, was it an hour, hour and a half before? Did you hear that, Josh? I didn't hear that. Oh, you got to look that up. Okay. And, and the story was told that 
I had listeners who were there and said that on the screen they saw Goff was walking down the tunnel, just coming out to practice. It wasn't starting lineups and lights go dim. And they started chanting, Jared Goff. Jared, and all of a sudden in unison, 62,000. And you know Stafford's here in that. And, and they said that Goff's pace kind of picked up and that even, I think it was Anthony Bellino told me the story. That, that was it. That Goff's uh, fiance, I don't know, wife, if he's married or yet, was standing close to where he was, and he saw her tearing up. And then you watch the way Goff tore it up. I mean, just the, the, the home field advantage. That's why I feel very comfortable, Josh, about Sunday against Tampa. I do, too. I, I wasn't there like Lomas, but certainly the noise level is, is a factor, and it did force them to call those two timeouts, which inevitably helped us win the game. Um, that's a huge factor against Tampa. And Stafford, I'll give him all the credit in the world for the chance of Jared Goff, for all the headlines Lomas leading up to that game. That dude was balling Man. like Goff was in the first half. It was like Ali Frazier round one, then round two. They were going at it. That's a great way to put it. You right, man. It was a man. So much respect for Matthew Stafford, man, and really appreciation for him because this dude is a very, very good. I, you know, I didn't at, at one point I didn't think Hall of Fame, but I do. I think, man, this dude had, is, is a Hall of Famer, man. The way he played under those at first. Uh, circumstances at Ford Field, and like you say, he was throw for throw, man. It was something magical to witness those guys going back and forth between each other, and those and the guys making plays for them too. So it, it was wonderful, man. Like I say, so much respect for Matthew, man. But Jerry Golf, man, he's the guy. He's our guy. I think this city, this team, I think everybody's had just kind of embraced him and had wrapped their arms around uh, Jerry. You know, Josh and uh, Lomas Brown, former Lions, joining us. Uh, Dorn Mayhew uh, presents uh, Inside Lions Football with Lomas and Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office. We talked about the hype of golfers at Stafford. Uh, it lived up to it. Uh, even went beyond what I expected. Uh, what would you take from uh, that battle on Sunday night? Yeah, what a battle. It was an amazing battle. And the hype, all the hype around Stafford returning home and golf and the trade. And it, it definitely lived up to the hype. And I will say to echo Lomas here a second is – some of those throws that Stafford made, too, mm. it made you go, wow. I mean, he just, yeah. he's an elite caliber quarterback. And, yeah. but Goff responded. He kept his cool and he went back out, led the team back out. And it was, it was an, it, it lived up to every second of the hype. It exceeded it, it uh, in terms of the hype. And you don't get that often in sports. And, and then ironically, it's Goff and the call where I wasn't particularly fond of when they got the lead. It looked like they got conservative. And I didn't like that. I've seen that at times this year. But Ben Johnson and Campbell make the call, golf with the throw, St. Brown with the catch, and they ice the game. That was a big football ballsy call, Lomas. Yeah, it was. And that, that and what that does for you, one, for your player, man, that's like, okay, these guys really trust me. You know, to, to let me go out here and make that play. For the coaching staff, 
that's a, like, okay, we know we could trust this guy to go out and make that throw or make the throw that we need to get us over the hump. That, so it went both ways for both of them especially, and I think it's going to go a long way in some of the decisions that they make going on later in the season. Um, it, and they could make, make some decisions for them in this game coming up on Sunday versus Tampa Bay, but it was a great vote of confidence that Dan Campbell, Ben Johnson, gave Jared, and that and Jared returned the favor to them by completing that pass to Amon Ra. You could see how much Stafford wanted that, Josh. He Even afterwards, uh, some of his snipey comments, but that's heat of the moment. In-game, now that you're getting the mic'd up stuff from Stafford where he called out Joseph on the hit on Higby and then didn't mention the Ram player going low on Laporta. Hey, you know, Lomas, and I'll start with you, Josh. You want you take away, you can't hit the head with targeting. Now they want to take away from going low where you can't adjust and pinpoint. You're not a missile with radar GPS capability. You're coming in fast. The throw's high. The guy may have to jump. There was no intent in my mind by Joseph to be dirty with Hawkinson or with Higby. Josh, I'll start with you. And Stafford said weak, blankety-blank on that audio to Joseph. He just turned around. Dan Campbell defended it. I I mean, at what point uh, are we just going to say, hey, it's touch. You're not going to be allowed to tackle. Yeah, the the rules and and the judgment calls here, and Stafford certainly had a bold comment to to our defensive back, but these – I, these guys are moving at rapid speeds, especially a cornerback, right? I mean, he's probably a, a guy that's running a 40-yard dash and under 4.5, and he's coming in trying to make a play, and what's he supposed to do? He doesn't I, know I, if the guy's going to jump. He doesn't know if he, what he's going Is to do. Is he going to lean to throw it? You know, here's one thing I'll say, Lomas, and let's be honest, Calvin took a lot of shots because they did throw it high because he was 6'5", but let's talk to the quarterback. Throw it in a spot where the guy doesn't have to jump and go get it, right? Well, that's what Tom Brady says all the time. That's why he said quarterback play in this league. And I know he's not talking about the elite play, uh, player quarterbacks, but he said that. That's why he says quarterback play in this league is so bad because, again, these quarterbacks have to know how to throw guys open, but they have to know how to prevent these guys from taking big hits, too. You got to learn how to do that. You have to protect your teammate. You can't leave them out there, uh, you know, leave them out there in the wind. So, yeah, I mean, uh, all that goes into playing quarterback. And like y'all guys are saying, man, the game is is just different now. It it really is. This is different in how they referee it. This is different with some of the uh, rules that they put into the game. You know, I'm trying to figure out what's next. What is next to take out of the game of football? a physical game. You can't take the brutality, you can't take the physicality out of the game. They're trying to as much as they can, but that's the nature of football. Let these guys play. One thing I will agree with, when you go low on a stationary quarterback, I understand why they want to stay away from that. You know the quarterback is standing there. You're coming in hot. I can deal with that inside the NFL uh, soft rules, but this talk about, well, now low is dirty. All right, so uh, going with your helmet high is dirty. Are we going to have a three-foot section of the body that you're allowed to tackle? Otherwise, there's going to be a penalty or suspension? Falling on the quarterback. Come on, man. You have to sack him a certain way. You can't fall on him a certain way. This is ridiculous. Look, right now, I wouldn't want to play defense 
in the NFL. It's too hard. It's too hard, and I'm telling you, they going to get somebody hurt. I, I, you know what's a prime example in that game? I can't remember. It was in the third quarter. Alex Anzalone had a chance to take a big shot on Puka when he caught the ball coming across the middle. And I watched Alex on this replay, and I seen him turn – his body and just kind of try to try to throw his shoulder into him just to prevent from I know him thinking it was going to be a targeting or unsportsmanlike or defenseless player here and that's crazy to have to play like that as a guy on the field on the defensive side of the ball you taking all Lois Brown, former Lion, joining us. Uh, he was not edited at that point. It was his mobile phone breaking up. The NFL does have a surveillance AWACS over Lomas. Right now, it, his phone did die. He did die, <laughs> Superfly. Did, I was joking. It did die. They cut him right I off. They cut him right off. Uh, this is a Goodell One. Goodell One. We do have coverage right now. Lomas Brown is calling out the league. Are you ready for a drone strike? Uh, Roger Five. Drone One. I'm Lomas Go. <laughs> the NFL police just won. <laughs> uh, Roger Five. We got a drone right now on Josh Garvey. Huge. And Floor 11, downtown Grand Rapids, drone strike 2, and T minus 3, 2, 1. Burnt. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, the the talk about Joseph being dirty because Hawkinson and Higby both have torn ACLs. They do. Like, put it on the quarterback, okay? Right. right. I mean, I I do think almost the day is coming. That and, and Loma said something is coming, Josh. That you're gonna have to tackle from behind. You're gonna there's gonna be there's gonna be something where okay from behind. How often do you get injuries? Mm-hmm. You see where I'm coming from? I do. I that do. They're they're gonna just tackling. I've always said that they're gonna say you have to tackle somebody from behind. Right. That's it. That you can't tackle them face to face. You got to tackle them to the side or from behind. What a different game that would be. Well, it already is a different it's, game. Look at the quarterbacks. Is. Like Loma said, you're falling on a quarterback, you're going to get a penalty. You are. You know, here's another thing. Then take away the chop block. All right? Take away. I watch high school teams who play the hide the hoagie football, and they are dirty. They are chop blocking. Uh, and I see teams even on defense who play that hide the hoagie football who will chop block to get a defensive lineman down so a linebacker can come in. Right. Take away the chop block. I, I'm cool with that. Lomas. Is back yeah. after the NFL drone strike from Eric Goodell one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Eric Goodell one goes Roger five. We got Lomas. Uh, target has been eliminated. <laughs> uh, so Lomas, I, we were just talking about someday, and you said it's coming that the NFL is going to come up with a way that you will have to tackle from behind. You can't come up and tackle somebody straight on. There's going to be some crazy rule they're going to come up with. Hughes, they teaching that now. That's what they teaching the guys out there. If you ever watch, look at a uh, next time we uh, do our hard knocks. 
Look at their practice field. You're going to see this big old circle out there on the field. And that's what they teach. That's what the defensive players, that's what they use to wrap up. They're teaching them to put their heads behind them, not put your head in front of the guy like you were taught back in the day. They want you to put your head behind the guy and wrap him up. They're teaching that now. So eventually you're right. It is going to go to that. You're right. Hey, Loma, so what about getting rid of – because I've seen the cut blocks at the high school level, and I think it's some of the dirtiest high school football I see uh, because you talk about injuries and kids uh, getting hurt and teams doing it also on defense to cut uh, uh, you know, uh, a defensive lineman or a defensive lineman to try to cut a good offensive lineman from – you know, pulling or something. Why not eliminate the cut block? Is that necessary, Lomas? I mean, man, that's just going to make it harder. And, uh, I mean, look, I I think defensive players, they got it hard enough. But, I mean, they're not going to do that if that's going to limit how much offensive production you can have. That will make the block really, really hard on the backside uh, for offensive linemen if you couldn't cut those guys down. So, I don't see them doing that because you know all the rules the rules are slanted towards the offense right now. They want offense. That's what counts right now. So they want to keep the production. They want to keep the points. They want to keep everything going on the offensive side of the ball. And that's why what's and it is that's a great point, Lomas. And Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey, Josh managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. One of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms joining us. Lomas checks in through the Super Bowl, talking Lions and NFL football. Yeah, so no one will talk about cheap blocks by linemen on the offense, but all of a sudden Kirby Joseph is the second coming of the devil. But then Matt Stafford, everyone's now showing the video of Laporta who is playing on a hurt knee where I think there's two different shots or angles where they're going low on him on the tackle. I'm telling you, it's just crazy. But, again, that's the NFL. Huge. Somebody said they did a survey, and I heard it on TV that they surveyed receivers, and they said, where would you like to be hit at? And he said, damn, 100% of them said up high. These guys don't want their knees being taken out, man. They don't. But, again, that's the NFL. They mandate that you can't hit these guys up high. So now where you going to go? you got to go low. And that, to me, you're tearing guys' knees up. You Did we lose him? We lost him again. Is he going through a bad mobile zone, maybe? Because first off, it sounded like he was walking into a pool right there. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> you're, like, uh, you're listening to Dorn Mayhew's coverage of Talking Lions football with Josh Mayhew. <laughs> All right, well, I was thinking Martin Mayhew, Josh Garvey. My God. I remember we were thinking like I'm thinking Martin Mayhew, the old GM of the Lions, right? Uh, I'm not. Th- this is an award-winning segment. We're gonna we're gonna make sure we get an award on it. Uh, yeah, this has I, got the gold. I, this <laughs> Emmys were just the other night. When's the Marconi's for radio? Where we're said there. All right, let, let's move on, Josh. I'll start with you, Josh Garvey, uh, Dorn Mayhews. <laughs> He's our main shareholder in Grand Rapids and runs the GR office. What are you thinking about this Tampa Bay game on Sunday? You know, um, trying to reflect back on when we played Tampa previously at Tampa, right? We won that game 20-6. to 6. 
trying to look at some of the game uh, stats again from that, but uh, we didn't run the ball well against Tampa. Uh, 40 yards rushing that game. And so I think we got to get some 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 running back established runs here on Sunday. Uh, I think I think Baker Mayfield will struggle with the noise in that environment. I don't think he's ready for that. Um, I, I just don't um, I don't have confidence in Baker Mayfield to go on the road at Detroit and win this game huge. Um, so I see Detroit with a pretty pretty large victory here. Um, I'm seeing something double digits. Yeah, a lot of people wow. are thinking 10 points. I mean, Lomas Brown uh, is back with us after strike two from the NFL. <laughs> AWACS on his uh, mobile communications <laughs> system. They, they they take talking about uh, tackling seriously uh, know, at the NFL man. headquarters. You don't go, you want Eric Goodell on you right now. You know, that's like that's like Top Gun 3, man. Oh, right. my God. Now you're all right, Lomas. We're having fun. Yeah. Uh, the, the game, now round two. Of the NFL playoffs, place is going to be crazy, crazier than ever before uh, on Sunday. Tampa's a team they played earlier this year, but Tampa was a different team trying to establish the run. Didn't put it in the hands of Baker Mayfield. Didn't trust him. Then when it got desperate time, you know, five weeks left in the season, they started going throw first and throw deep a lot. Uh, that's been a weak spot for the Lions, Lomas. Uh, the matchup on Sunday. What are you thinking right now with Mayfield Golf, Bucks Lions? Yeah, that's what it's all about, Bill, is matchups. How can you take advantage of a matchup which you feel you should have an advantage of? And that's what they're going to look to see. And, of course, to me, they're going to look to try to get Mike Evans. They're going to try to get uh, the big man, Otten. They're going to try to get those guys and, uh, and Chris Goddard, uh, not Goddard, but the, the little fella. Um, they, uh, Godwin, you're talking to Otten, the tight end, Godwin, yeah. the receiver. Yeah. Yes, yes. They're going to try to get these guys involved in the game plan early because if you look at the Detroit Lions defense and you're looking at it from an overview, you will look at their secondary as being uh, somewhere you could take advantage of. So look for quick slants. Uh, look for the tight end working the seam a lot on us. Uh, look for guys crossing across the middle, shallow crosses, things like that. I don't know how many deep plays they're going to take. They'll probably try to set those up off of runs. But for the most part, I'm looking for those type of uh, 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 routes from the receivers um, against us because that's our perceived weakness. We got to get pressure on him. I'm telling you, we got to get pressure on them. James Houston coming back. That's I think that could be huge for us. We get pressure on Baker. He's going to give us two opportunities to get turnovers. We just got to be ready to take advantage of it. So I'm going to see it. It's going to be – I think it's going to be uh, – I think we should at least beat them by ten points. I know the line is nine and a half. I, I can kind of see it being in that area if we bring our A game and we don't hurt ourselves. Josh, uh, biggest key uh, for the Lions Sunday to beat uh, the Bucks and move on to the NFC Championship game. And by the time we get to kickoff on Sunday, the Lions will know if it's the Niners who beat the Packers Saturday night or if the Packers pull another road upset like they did in Dallas, then the Lions are starting that game Sunday knowing with a win they would host the NFC Championship 
in Detroit. Biggest key for the Lions on Sunday just to get to that NFC title game. Fun to hear you say that. That's crazy. It is. It is. It's frightening that because Packers are playing good. They are. Niners have been all over the place here the last four weeks. And granted, they had it wrapped up. I get that. But, you know, Brock Purdy, I'm, I'm still not sold. He's an MVP level. To say you're going to put Brock Purdy in the same category as Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, I don't feel that right now. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. But I think the biggest key, uh, going back to your question, is uh, to echo Lomas here, you got to put pressure on Baker because Baker makes mistakes when he gets banged up. He makes mistakes. He makes bad throws. We've got to prevent uh, the deep ball. I think Lomas is right. I think he's going to try to air it out to Evans and Godwin. I think he's going to try to air it out a little bit. That's been our weak point with Sutton back there and frustrated with him a little bit this year. And I think we've got to get a running game established. Uh, as I mentioned, when Lomas fell off the last call. Um, that was had, drone strike two. Was drone you can watch two. it on the military channel tonight. It's pretty cool. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, that was. He survived the drone strike and there was no collateral damage. <laughs> that was two, two drone strikes from Eric Goodell. Glad you're okay, Lomas. Um, but we had 40 yards rushing in that game at Tampa, and that's not going to get it yeah. done here. We, we, we need to get a ground game going and get our typical guys going with, with Montgomery and Gibbs and, you got to see that going. So I think those are the two keys. Put pressure on Baker. He'll make mistakes and get your ground game going. And the rest of our game, I think, will come together for that. And that environment, like a jet engine you said earlier, Baker, that, that team is not going to deal with that well. That's going to be a hard place to play. Yeah, Baker said in a quote, I think today, that he talked to a couple of guys he's played with who were on the Rams. Remember he had a stint with the Rams? He did. And, and he said that they uh, – said it was unlike any noise they've ever heard ever playing football at any level in their lives, Lomas. And like you said, and we started our conversation, you know, you were there, home field advantage is big. But my concern is when we talk about Evans and Godwin, when we look at Baker, his ability to throw deep, and they had a couple of easy deep TDs drop, that could have been like in the 50s. Uh, yeah, for Tampa, yeah. the the backside of that Lions defense concerns me. I think they need to keep bringing that blitz. Do not stop until the game is over. That's their ticket to victory. Yeah, and Josh made a good point with our run game. You know, and don't forget we were missing Jonah Jackson. He didn't play up front, so we didn't have our full offensive line. I don't think Jameer Gibbs played in that game. Maybe he did. I know David Montgomery, I think he got banged up. So we weren't able, I think, to establish the run. We established that run. You keep Baker Mayfield, you keep that offense on the sideline of Tampa Bay, then I think that's going to help us too. The less opportunities these guys get on the field, the better for us too. You know, so yeah, I agree 100%. I think it ties in hand in hand with them not having the big plays. If we could keep them on the sideline with our run game, that'll be awesome. Lomas Brown, former Lion offensive lineman, distinguished NFL career. And Lomas, as I was talking with Josh, a win on Sunday, they'll know a kickoff at three in Detroit. If the Packers win that game, this is a another thing no one's talked about. The motivation, which is already at an all-time high for the fans and the Lions and the organization, but if the Packers end that game in Frisco with a W and the Lions wake up or go to bed, go to bed Saturday night, 
knowing they're a win away at home from going to the Super Bowl. That I, Words can't even describe what that would mean to every single coach and player going into that game Sunday, Lomas. Oh, my God. I mean... That, that, I mean, think about that. You would be talking about one game away from the Super Bowl. Think about that. Just, you know, and it's hard to fathom right now, but it, it's, it's in the realms of possibility. All the Lions have to do is do what they've been doing all year long, go out there, take care of what they can take care of, which is Tampa Bay at 3 o'clock on Sunday. You do that, you sit back, you watch what happens, and like I said, you can find yourself – like you said, one game away, one mm. game away from the Super Bowl. That's that, that's unbelievable to say those words here in Detroit in 2024. One game away, one it, it would be, it would be winning. Oh God, it would be winning three game, three playoff games at home in a row, and yeah. they're going to Vegas, which is the glitz, the glamour. It's a great big destination. Oh, gosh. I mean, you could, you know, win or lose. If they just win the NFC, I, there's a statue for Goff. There's a statue for Campbell. There's one for yeah. Gibbs. There's one for Ragnar, one for Decker. There's a statue <laughs> for St. Brown. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Woodward Avenue is just going to have like a, you know, like a mile and a half of lion statues. <laughs> and if they win it, God forbid, we're a state of, what, 10.7 million? I'll go on record saying more than half of this state will be in Detroit for that parade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Whoa. I can see that. Man, I, I know I'm looking ahead. Here, Here's one thing, and I'll get Josh and yours comments, and we'll move on with our final score predictions. we got to get out of here. I'm really concerned. Tampa's defense is physical, fast, aggressive. Uh, I, I mentioned my biggest fear on the Lions' side was uh, the backside on the deep throws, uh, but Tampa's defense is physical, tough, I don't know if this is going to be this 33-30 shootout. Some are predicting. I'm, I, mean, I said 2017 for the Rams, uh, Lions. I feel this is going to be like 21-17, 24-17 Lions. Your thoughts on the Tampa defense against the Lions offense, Josh? The Tampa defense is tough, and their coach, right? The coach has that mentality of a tough D, and they certainly bring it. Lots of speed, lots of guys that are tough and they're gonna they're gonna come. They're gonna be ready to play hard, and they they do they bring it. Um, but you know what? I, I think my prediction is much different than yours. Um, I just again go back to Baker Mayfield. You know, elite quarterbacks win big games like this, and he is just not an elite quarterback in my opinion. And I think that that noise level and the pressure and the fact that our guys are coming to that game healthy, our key guys that we've talked about all season are pretty well healthy. I just don't see a close game here. And, and my prediction moving into that is more like a 31-17, 34-17. He's ramping game. it up. He's I, going from like a plus 10 now, Lomas, to like I, plus 14. Josh I, Josh heard us talking about uh, being a game away from the Super Bowl if they win on Sunday. I just, I'm not, oh. con- I'm not confident in Baker Mayfield. I guess I'm sorry to bring the... The hammer down. He on did play Baker, well. You know what? You know he, what concerns me about Mayfield, though. That game he played in Green Bay, when the Packers were rolling, and a game where it looked like the Packers had no shot at the playoffs, they'd have to win out, and ironically, they did, uh, and they just beat them thirty-four twenty. That Tampa looked really physical and good. Cold weather on the road. Naturally, this won't be cold weather, even though a reporter asked. <laughs> 
What do you think about the weather forecast? I saw that. It's 70 in Ford Field. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, what about that defense for Tampa Bay? Uh, Before I let you go, Lomas, and then I need your final score prediction, uh, that defense against the Lions offense. Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay has a very good defense. These guys play downhill. They're aggressive. They can cover well, too. Uh, I don't know as far as getting to Jared Goff. I don't know how their pass rush is, but I do know Todd Bowles, their uh, head coach in D.C., he loves the blitz. So they're going to be showing blitzes coming from everywhere. I think our O-line is going to hold up. And I I think I'm like, Josh, I think late, I think we win like maybe like 27-17. But I think in the early parts, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a hard-fought game early. But I think in the end, we we have too much firepower, man. I really think we got too much. So I'm saying 27-17. I say 24-17. What do you have again, Josh? I'm at 31-17. Oh, well, I was going to 34, 31. man. That's, it's going up it's and up. 31-17. <laughs> and a win on Sunday, regardless, they'll either be in San Francisco for the NFC Championship game, still a game away from Vegas in the Super Bowl, or at home if the Packers win. I, I don't know if I'll be able to sleep if the Packers win on Saturday night. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm going to the game. Superfly is going to the game, hammering Hank Hayes. I, I won't be able to sleep if I know that. I'll be in the building where if they win, they're hosting the NFC Championship game. Oh, my Lord. You guys will all be at the game. I didn't get an invite oh, here. Oh, What's yeah. going on oh, over here? No oh, one oh, sends oh. an invite hey, over here. Payback's already <laughs> blank. <laughs> Payback's already. If anyone's going to get you into the game, again, I'm not going to throw this on air. If there's anybody who's going to get you into the game, it's your good lunch buddy, Lomas. <laughs> so when we're done, oh, you can God. ask Lomas. Yeah. You can oh, ride down with us, Josh. All right. All right. If you can get a ticket, you can ride down with us. Okay? All right. Look at that. So if Lomas has any connections, (laughs) lunch buddies, if he wants to leave his lunch buddy, lunch buddy out, uh, you know, back on the bus. (laughs) So you guys can handle that, but you can ride with us if you get a ticket. I'll talk to Superfly over here. We we, we do amazing things at the Michigan Sports Network, Lomas, where we tell clients, like, we'll give you a ride, but you're on your own when it comes to a ticket. I see that, man. Yeah, that look, oh, look at Lomas is going. Did Bill just kind of pin me live on there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll be working, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, he's work working now. Yeah, he he work. I'm working. I can't talk to you, I Josh. Can't, I, can't, I can't enjoy the game like I would like to. Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. That's it. Yeah, this run is special. Uh, the Lions fever, uh, the TV ratings for that game uh, were as big as anything in primetime since the Super Bowl last year, and it almost eclipsed. The Kansas City Philly Super Bowl for the number of viewers uh, in Detroit, 69 shares, 69 percent of the TVs had the Lions on. I'm trying to figure out what the other 31 percent were watching. Did the Voice have uh, the Simon Cowell Finals? What's going on? <laughs> All right, fellas, uh, Lomas, enjoy the game. We'll be listening to you on the Lions Radio Network. Watch out, 
Josh may be calling and asking a <laughs> small one-ticket favor. <laughs> I got two. Yeah. Okay, we'll see you, buddy. Yeah, take care. Yeah, did, did he just say I got two tickets? Yeah. Did he just say I got you? I think he said I got to go. No. I heard, <laughs> I heard, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, heard, I heard Josh. I heard I, I got you. I, I thought he says I got two. Did he say you might want to text him right after yeah. this? Say that. If you can, you know, you'll buy it. You know, you're not going to mooch. No. Like, can't believe people who mooch, but no. <laughs> it's that you could ask them. You, if you get one, we got a ride for you. Absolutely. That sounds All right. Great. Josh Garvey, great. managing shareholder, Dorn Mayhew, GR office, one of the world's top accounting, CPA and business firms, world headquarters in Troy. Really good stuff today, Josh. Thank you. Go Lions. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Save big on fuel with M-Perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, and the Lions have moved on to round number two. And DraftKings has a huge offer for everybody listening. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers then can bet 5 bucks on the Lions or any NFL playoff game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE. When you sign up, and like I mentioned, new customers then can bet 5 bucks on the Lions or any NFL playoff game to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. Twenty-one and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty-eight hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet eligibility and also reward limits and deposit restrictions do apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com/slash/football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
We are back on the Huge Show across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Now, if you're going down to Detroit on Sunday, there's a lot happening before, during, and after the Lions game. Little Caesars Arena will open for a tailgate at 11.30 a.m. Mike's Pizza Bar, the Mixing Board, and PB Sports Bar. Those restaurants are accessible from outside Little Caesars Arena for all fans, and also they have TVs. Comerica Park will host a pregame tailgate party at the Beer Hall right across from Ford Field on Sunday. And also, those of you who are in town on Sunday night, uh, the Wings have moved their game against Tampa. The Lightning to 7 p.m. on Sunday, and a few tickets remain at DetroitRedWings.com. Also, they're advising everybody with the crazy parking with the Lions, Wings, and just fans hanging out in downtown Detroit. Download and reserve your parking place on the ParkWiz app. That's W-H-I-Z, the ParkWiz app. Uh, But a tailgate's going to be happening in multiple places. Uh, With the weather, you may want to be indoors, so Little Caesars Arena uh, will open up three of their facilities, Mike's Pizza Bar, the Mixing Board, and PB Sports Bar, 11.30 a.m. on Sunday. Those restaurants are accessible from outside Little Caesars Arena. Comerica Park will host a pregame tailgate party at the Beer Hall. That's right across the street from Ford Field. And the Wings are playing Sunday night, so if you want to double dip, if you don't have Wings tickets, get those tickets right now at DetroitRedWings.com. I will be at the game. Superfly and Hammer and Hank Hayes will be at the game. Go Lions. Now, if you miss any of our podcasts, they are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500, or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spot. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions, and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break, vacations, and even the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. That is theurbanu.com. The prepping season is underway, and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at TheUrbanU.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra. 
the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on The Huge Show across Michigan, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Hey, something pretty cool I recorded earlier this week with local radio legend Phil Tower. I will be his guest. He's interviewing me on West Michigan Weekend coming up on Sunday on all these stations. Uh, Wood Radio, 1300, 106.9 at 6 a.m. B93 at 7 a.m. on Sunday. Big 101.3 at 6 a.m. 96.1, our flagship station, Sunday at 6 a.m. WSNX. 104.5 at 6 a.m., Star 105.7, the West Michigan Weekend Interview with Phil Tower and myself at 7 a.m., Talk 1230 a.m. at 8.30 a.m., 107.9, the Moose and Muskegon at 7 a.m., 6 a.m. on 101.7, and also on 10.90 a.m. in Muskegon, Sunday, the West Michigan Weekend with Phil Tower and myself at 8.03 a.m. Big Bad. Huge. 